Good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of How to Be a Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangi Heyue. And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. Rain, rain on me. Happy Mardi Gras! And, and it's National Woman's Day! Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right, how iconic the two best things in life, Jules, are happening in the same week. I know! Love that for us. Oh, that's right, GBs. This episode will be chatting International Women's Day. Yep. What that means to us, our own feminist journeys. Mm-hmm. And a little twist this week, Jodes has a personal listener question for me. Mm. I'm, yep. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Yeah, we're flipping the script this yep. week. And this week's confession is a dating app victory. We Ooh. love to hear it. We love to hear it. We do it. love to hear it. As always... Give me the tea. I feel like the tables might have uh, turned a little bit on Saturday night. Look, they have turned for a hot minute. Okay. I stepped into Jules's world. Okay, and it, uh, it was what a what a wild, wild world it is. Um, last weekend, I ended up what I thought was just a quiet yeah. little ne- evening with a girlfriend, few few chips and dips. Love that. You Look know, you. classy um, birds. Classy birds. Ended up getting home at three thirty a.m. My- you were just staying at the friend's house. We were just drinking the wow. whole time. Yeah, we yeah. had a platter going. Then um, I think things took a turn once the fireball shot started coming out. Uh, whose idea? It's, it was my friend's idea. Yeah. I'm going to put uh, the That's whole evening, disgusting. I'm going to blame it solely on her. Yeah, yeah. Let's because do that. I ended up vomiting the next day, which is so mm, unlike me. Mm. I was like, I don't know how Jules lives like this, mm, for real. I don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, I felt horrific. Yeah. So um, never again, never drinking again. <laughs> Okay, so just hold me to that. We've got drinks right after this. <laughs> but yes, um, but look, how about you? Because you were quite, you were pretty quiet that weekend, and uh, I think you need to get into why that was, Julia. Well, there was two reasons why I was quiet. Yeah, is because I was giving it a huge nudge, mm-hmm. and I did lose my phone, so I was on this Android bullshit. Oh. Let me get into the story. So, yeah. like every good story. It started at Bottomless Brunch at 10 a.m. Yes. And I think that that's where I go wrong. Yeah. Because I go, Mm -hmm. as you know, I go hard, like hard. So I started at 10 a.m. By 12.30, I'm like trying to, I'm dropping the what you doing text to men. Yeah. They're just on their out on their jog. It was a hot mess. Up to Um, so I did that. According to my bank statement, I visited every suburb in Sydney. You know when you're just everything's a good idea? Oh, I went and got my hair done after Bottomless Brunch. Oh, really? So look, it's a bit... Um, <laughs> She's global. Um, it's a bit blonder than I thought, but at the time I was like, yes, bitch! I saw so you doing that. Like, Is this, and didn't you say you... I thought you were going to get bangs. So I was like, honey. No, because I, I... You know when I was just I was just in one of those moods, I was like, yes, like with the 12th sh- like yeah. champagne in my hand. I was like, this sounds amazing. Yeah. A pixie cut. A Karen haircut yeah. right now would look great. Yeah, love this for me. Um, so did all that. I ended up at 2am back at my local after visiting about what felt like 17 and financially felt like 17 different bars. Yeah. Anyway, I lose my phone and I was so drunk that I did not care in that moment. I was wow. like, I'm sure it will be here. I'm sure it will be here. Like that's how off it I was. Yeah. Walked home, woke up. 
with the hangover from hell, I actually couldn't even see out of one of my eyes. You know when you're so sick? Oh, I, that's how I felt. Literally, oh. so hungover. So thank God our um, our resident king, who I often talk about, my bestie. Oh, yes. He we, came I over. I love this king. Yep. He came over because he was like, couldn't get in contact me, like knew that I would have done he something. He knew shit was going yeah, down. Yeah. yeah. So thank God he took the reins, cancelled my cards, did the whole phone thing. Oh, I lost my phone. Him. Someone was running up with my cards, like running it up on, like they were going out and using it. In Bondi, it was like, oh. As well, I was like, surely you can afford this. Fuck those people. Exactly. You live in Bondi. Fuck I know. Off. So anyway, long story short, I go into Optus and um, they were like, uh, did, oh, I got to Optus, sorry, on Monday morning at 9am and they're like, did you know that you actually have been paying for insurance? I was like, whoa, oh. that's the only adult decision I've ever made in my life. <laughs> well, and they were like, yeah, so we'll just send you out one on Friday or something, you know, three days. And I was like, no, I actually can't function because I also hotspot, so yes. I had no Wi-Fi. Yes. There was one stage where I was just looking at a uh. black black television. I didn't know what to do with my life. <laughs> um, so I go in and they were like, it's fine. All you need is a police report. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, so I go into a police station and I tell them my uh, mishap and they say, that's fine, just call this number, calling the number. I'm like, hey, I just need this stupid number to give to Optus to get my phone. I was very – I wasn't fucking around. Like I I didn't want to be – I don't want to be like, woe is me and, you know, set no, off the No, you're not going to play victim. Yeah, so yeah. they were like, that's so fine. All we need to do is just watch the CCTV footage of the bar you were at. <laughs> and if any GB knows me, I get up to a lot of no goods. A lot of mischief. A lot of mischief. So I said, you know what, Constable, I don't want to waste your time. No. I don't want to waste Sydney's police no. time. I think we'll just drop this case. Yeah. And I'm happy with the Android. Yeah. <laughs> but no, everything's okay. I was offline for a week there. Um, let's call it rehab. You know, yeah. a little phone rehab. Oh, God, it, God that was painful. Uh, sitting here next to Jodes, though, bright mm-hmm. orange, um, as it is Mardi Gras tomorrow, which we'll get into it in a second. Yeah, I look bloody ghostly pale next well, to you right was... now. Thanks for fucking up my vibe. Cheers yeah. for that. Well, I didn't think oh. this through, babe, because I went and got one yesterday because I was like, Mardi Gras, got to be tits out naked. Yeah, of course. So again, now I've woken up orange today, and it just and we've, we're doing headshots later oh. and everything. It's a mess. Look, when you've got a business, you know, you've got to keep shit, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but keep shit crispy. Speaking of Mardi Gras, Jodes and I have a great weekend planned. Yes, but I just wanted to get into just quickly mm-hmm. of kind of where we stand with the whole because everyone's asking me, "Oh, you're going to the parade?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh, it's actually in the SCG, like it's in the stadium." Sorry. Yeah. And for me, and for a lot of other people, it is a bit icky because suddenly it's a ticketed event. I know that there is COVID, but I just hope that this isn't the way of the future Mm. because I was explaining to Jodes that it originally started out as a protest in 1978. And Jodes, I don't know if you know, but those people who walked, and I actually get emotional talking about this, as Jodes would know. Take your time. It's something that I feel really, it's really close to my heart. Yeah, those people, they marched and uh, the police came down on them so harshly that they were beaten in cells all night. Mm. They had their names printed in the paper, which then got them fired from all of their jobs. Yeah. So I just I just feel like let's bring it back to the streets, obviously yes. in a COVID free world. Yes. I, I just would hope that it's gonna be a protest on the streets where it's 
inclusive. Yeah. You know, you've got those kids who can't afford tickets. I know. That's the part that fucks me up. It's yeah. the inclusivity for me. Yeah. No, let's take it back to what it's actually meant to be about. Completely. Not, oh, we're, once again, typical Sydney, let's commercialise something that actually means something to the people Amen. who it's for. Like, come the fuck on. And I think one of my favourite parts of the whole Mardi Gras is every time mm. I'm walking to the parade in Oxford Street, mm. there's always like little babies on their shoulders. Yes. You know, and then I just hope that they have still have visibility to that. Yes, because and it starts from your child. Completely. Right? Start from the ground up. Yeah. Yeah. But I just wanted this little part before we go into International Women's Day to say thank you to all of our queer listeners yes. for lighting up this world. It would be so fucking dull without you. We're obsessed with you. Yeah, we love you so thank much. Thank you for being you. And on that beautiful note, let's go to break, Jules. Uh, but before we come back, make sure you are following us on Instagram at goodbitchpod. We love hearing from all of our good bitches. Okay, you are back with Jules and Jodes. Now, for main topic on the back of International Women's Day. Actually, I think it's, yes, on the back of International Women's Day. Yeah, so that would be yesterday, yesterday when this yes, drops. when this yeah. drops. Um, there was something that came up and uh, it's something that I've always wanted to talk about because I don't mm. think people know the depth of it. So, mm. Jodes, something happened to me at, you never guess, at the bar the other day. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> yeah, I came off the back of a 12-hour shift, yes. went, you know, went straight to the bar um, and just to meet with my tr- trivia friends. Yes. And um, I was obviously tired and not on my normal bullshit. So yeah. I, was a bit, I was flatlining a bit. Yeah. And I was speaking to this girl about feminism and mm. she was saying, oh, well, thank God you're not one of those people who shoves it down people's throats. Like, thank God, you know, But and I was trying to explain to her that those people who she's referring to, those mm. bra-burning suffragettes, yes. are the reason why we can do anything as women today. Hallelujah. So it's just about... It's about the acknowledgement of yeah. the woman who paved the way for us. Mm. And although we've got such a long way to go, we're able mm. to do everything Yeah, we can for Absolutely. those ladies. But yeah. I wanted to discuss today specifically our own paths yes. to feminism. I'd love for you to tell me yours, babe. Absolutely. Well, it's interesting... Um you say that those those kind of women look they do aggravate me as well mm-hmm. because it's like you're very happy to you know have a great career and also take maternity leave mm-hmm. you're very happy to be able to vote mm-hmm. you know what I mean you're mm-hmm. very happy to there's just I mean I could go on all oh, day. get a loan everything we can everything. do everything buy a house go to you, the pub you needed your husband to even sign off so you could even buy a fucking house mm-hmm. in like what the 70s mm-hmm. or something crazy mm-hmm. don't quote me but <laughs> it, it wasn't really that far along mm-hmm. do you know what I mean mm-hmm. so absolutely back you 100% on that in terms of my own path yeah. to feminism I was saying to Jules I feel like when I was younger I was certainly very naive mm-hmm. to a lot of these things and uh you know I I call myself a baby femme I feel mm. like I've I've got still a long way to go. And um, it goes without saying, Jules, like, you know, look at me. I'm, you know, I'm Caucasian. Mm-hmm. I'm white. I come from New Zealand. And attractive. I, yeah. It's like I'm not, pretty, pretty pl- I'm not bloody, privileged. you know, yeah. we're no centrefold, but mm-hmm. look, we're not bad on the eyes. Mm-hmm. And um, as a result of that, my journey mm-hmm. as a woman will be very, very different to even someone as yourself, Jules, mm-hmm. as a mm-hmm. Polynesian woman. Mm-hmm. There's things that you will have had encountered growing up that didn't even into my peripheral. Mm-hmm. So it's been interesting for me really um, mm. tuning into those types of conversations and just, 
you know, learning about the different paths that us women have had to take. Mm. And what a privilege. And I think that mm. people don't understand that. If it doesn't affect you, that in itself is it's a, a privilege. privilege. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The fact that I can even sit here and say, oh, I'd like to learn because I'm not being repressed by those Completely. things is a privilege in itself. Yeah. So we just want to, yeah. Really interesting point. Um, and, I, you know, I still think, as I said, I still have a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. I've been doing a lot of research on the different types of feminism, yeah. white feminism, mm-hmm. palatable feminism. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it is quite a trendy thing mm-hmm. on social media to pull mm-hmm. up, uh, you know, wear a jumper that says the future is female. Yeah. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But just make sure you're thinking about where all of that stems from. Completely. Right? Don't yeah. lose the, the message is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Completely. Mm. Yeah, look, my my journal, I've, it's always, and my girlfriends have known me all my life and mm. my family will know this. It has <laughs> always been in my bones. Yes. I just didn't realise it had a name, as yes. Jodes would know. I was the only only um, girl who demanded that I play rugby in a whole league that was only for male. Yeah. I just demanded that I was there. Yes. I, did, I just didn't see a problem with it. And I think, yeah. that, I think that's the sad thing because when we're growing up, we don't see a problem with it, but then mm. society starts saying shit like, Throw like a girl. Exactly. You're a, you're a fucking pussy. You're a girl. Blah blah blah. You know. But w- when we're born, like we just have none of that. So it just goes to show. But yeah, I've always called men out on their bullshit from a young age. I mean, and I think that comes with growing up with brothers and a yes. dad. I just don't think they're anything special. And also your past life, honey. Jules was a political leader in a past life. We've done the research. Okay. <laughs> we have. We will do a whole ep about. Um, <laughs> we'll try and get someone in to go through, like if we were male or female in past lives. Yeah. Anyway, another conversation. That's a whole other ep, honey. Yeah. However, after me saying that Mm. I will still put my hand up and say geez misogyny is ingrained and it runs deep very much because I can tell you Mm. those teenage years and I even catch myself having thoughts these days Mm. Jodes where I think wait hang on why don't I like what she's uh I'm not not what she's wearing because that's me but you know like why don't I like that she's so folk I'll say something and I think oh where did that come from I'm doing that so much as well Mm. anytime I feel some other way I'll get passionate about something I'll say to Jules I felt really irked by this or this chick irked me and can we talk about why that might be what is it within me that it needs healing or what what, what's the insecurity around me that that this chick's bringing out because it's not about her it's definitely about me yeah completely yep and I'll put my hand up I'll kind of cancel myself out before any one can mm. my teenage years oh, poor what oh. a fucking what a bogan a i was i was no just calling girls sluts yeah what did we used to cool. say back then skanks or sluzzers skanks, or, sluts. Yeah, i would always be like oh well she's a hoe but he's such a legend yeah you know, I, I was the worst at it like and um i think that that's why i feel so passionately about it now because it's not like I was born like this. Like I, I can understand the other side of the coin as well. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, you'd say as an insult, you've got your fucking period, you know, yes. just shit like that. But yeah. I definitely found my groove uh, when I moved to Sydney and I lived with the most intelligent, spectacular woman yes. who really encouraged it out of me and provided me with the vocal um, descriptions yes. um, of what I was feeling, of that yeah. unfairness, you know, because how it was kind of unfair. So it's funny because my a lot of my mum's friends say to her, like, oh, God, you must have raised her so well. And my mum's like, honestly, mm. no. That She's all, been like this. But, not, but like all of these, yeah. th- my mum was saying, your whole generation, you taught each other. So true. Well, and, we're in the age of information, right? Yeah, yeah. Look at how much we can access just on Instagram alone. Yeah. Hashtags, we can find out about anything we want to find out about. Yeah. And our, our parents just did not have that that privilege completely right yeah so yeah it's not as if I grew up in a, like a hell like a feminist household or anything mm. but I really do think we just um bounce off each other like yes. even Jodes was saying that she's 
leveled up massively. Oh, 100%. And I definitely remember having that kind of mindset of, yeah, being a bit judgmental Mm -hmm. growing up. But as interesting as, you know, I've gone through, you know, just being in Sydney in my 20s and entering the workforce. Mm. And then all of a sudden I'm around, you know, I'm I'm moving in different circles. I'm moving in corporate circles. I'm around men Mm. and dealing with all types of different things that I didn't have to deal with when I was in, you know, catty catty as a little girl. I was Mm. very sheltered. And then once you're in the big smoke, it's like, oh, hang on. It's Mm. like you're learning to navigate all these different kind of Mm. double standards. Mm-hmm. and you know sexism in the office and there's all types of different things mm-hmm. and that's when you start really thinking about you know feminist issues mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. the double standards and mm. what yeah. it means to be a woman today because it's, you're starting to be affected more you know completely and I feel like I used to want to I used to want to tie my feminism in like a little cute bow and present it to the world and you're like only if you you know only if you want to have a look and now I'm just like Honestly, kill all men. <laughs> but yes, we've still got such a long way to go, especially yeah. with intersectional, intersectional yes. feminism. So, and I also think it's super, super important. On that note, Jules, um, you know, as you said, you you were blessed to be able to, you know, be in this mm. community and live with these awesome women mm-hmm. who are out there kicking their goals. Mm. I think it's so important to keep those high vibe women mm. around mm-hmm. you. I don't really like the word tribe, but oh, I hate. We're not used. Cr- I hate that word. Uh, it's a bit cringy, but yeah. it is important to keep very uplifting, yes. positive. Women that fucking gas you, like me and Jules, fucking gas each other up mm-hmm. like nothing else. You're like, fuck, you're looking spicy today. Get it, bitch. Like, that's the way you should be gassing your girlfriends because they have to go out into the world and they deal with so much shit mm. on a regular day. Like, your friends need to be your safety net. Completely. Yeah. yeah. But Jones brought to my attention this. Mm. Um, sorry, I didn't realize that every International Women's Day had a theme. Yeah. Do you want to tell me about this, my love? So cool. So um, in 2021, the theme for International Women's Day this year is the Choose to Challenge. So you can find a different sort of category that you want to focus on, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whether it's like uplifting other women, celebrating their achievements or um, stopping, you know, certain, you know, sectors of women being marginalized. There's a whole different category list. Oh, what's yours? What's yours? Okay, so mine um, is that I'm choosing to actively celebrate the women around Mm -hmm. me. So just being super super vocal mm-hmm. about whatever it is that they're achieving whether it's like they're, they're kicking goals at work or they left their know. toxic ex right mm-hmm. let's start celebrating all achievements it's not just oh she got married Baby. or she got mm-hmm. a promotion it's like you know moving on from that toxic relationship or you know even a toxic friendship mm-hmm. or um, mm-hmm. moving out of a trash environment mm-hmm. let's start celebrating any little win mm-hmm. right yeah when it comes to the women around us. Yeah. Fuck, I love that, babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, mine would be probably to unapologetically take up more space. Okay. I feel like even when I'm walking down the street, and I know that this is quite quite literal, uh, for some reason I'm dodging everyone. Like I'm always moving. I'm always saying sorry. And I think that's because of my manners thing. But could you imagine if a guy was constantly like, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. We'd be like, what's wrong with you? But for a woman, we expect it. So I really need to stop saying that. Um, And, yeah, just to unapologetically take up more space. But, hey, let's end this with. A GB tip of the week. A little. Do you have a little one? A little GB yeah. tip of the week. Okay, so my GB tip of the week, and this comes from a place of accountability. Mm-hmm. You know, we're big on accountability here at, mm-hmm. at Good Bitch. I feel that I definitely want to continue to work on being less harsh mm-hmm. when it comes to the women around me. Mm-hmm. You know, it, this life is very hard to navigate mm-hmm. sometimes. We do make mistakes, and I feel like sometimes um, I can be a little bit harsh when Mm -hmm. it comes to delivering lessons Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to the women around Mm -hmm. me or helping them through 
different things mm-hmm. like even last week when we asked when we answered that listener question I, I'll put my hand up and say I, I was thinking to myself maybe I was too harsh mm, yeah you've been really harsh on yourself I've, about I, that. I, I how many be, times can we say harsh but yes. yeah, yeah yeah I can be a bit hard on myself sometimes but I just want to be super kind to the mm. women around me you know basically what you're saying is you like we need to start respecting every single woman's like choices exactly even if we don't agree with them Again, you've hit the nail on the head. I think that's where I struggle sometimes. If I don't think it's the right choice, mm-hmm. I'll be like, no, mm. you should be doing it this way. When mm-hmm. it's like, no, babe, mm-hmm. jo- Jody's way is not the only way. Mm-hmm. Let's start yeah. a- allowing women to make their own choices. Yeah. Wh- whatever's right for them is cool with yeah. us. Just because, yeah. Because we don't, just because we don't necessarily want to uh, wrap everything up and move or give up everything for a man, that actually might be someone's dream. Exactly. And it's not for us to say maybe, bad or good. Maybe they can't wait to be yeah. a homemaker yeah. and sit at home and, and take care of their man. And mm-hmm. that's cool. Just because mm-hmm. it's not for us doesn't mean it's not going to bring someone else happiness. Completely. Who are we to say that's not the way to live the, your life? Mm-hmm. That's... You're my girl. Yeah. <laughs> my Just to wrap this up, um, my JB tip of the week would be well-behaved women do not make history. So go all the fucking way yes. off my queens. And I also hope there are some kings out there listening to this who understand that we need your help in order to get a seat at the table at, with this ongoing conversation. Yes. We can't do it all on our own. And trust you. me, it's an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. But on that note, I'm going to take us to break. Yep. Um, so obviously, please follow us at Good Bitch Pod. Uh, rate, review and subscribe. Five stars, baby. Hey. GBs, you're back with Good Bitch with Jules and Jodes, and we're going to get straight into um, our listener question. Yes. As we teased at the start of the app, we're going to flip the script today. Mm. I'm actually going to be asking Jules a question yeah. in relation to something that I went through last week. Yeah, you've been holding off on telling me, and you're like, you know, it's it's a big deal, and I want to actually say this on air. So, listeners, I'm as nervous as you are. Yeah. So let me know. So it flows into obviously a, a bigger topic, mm-hmm. um, which we won't get into at length today. Yeah. But I just know a lot of GBs have probably been in this situation. So the other day, I had a very uncomfortable Uber drive, mm-hmm. and I wanted to get your take on the situation mm-hmm. because I'm sure other women deal with the shit on the regular. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going from my house. I'm going from A to B. This is nighttime, by the way. It's yeah. probably about 7.30, 8 o'clock at night mm-hmm. on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I jump in the Uber. This Uber driver immediately gives me a weird vibe. Mm-hmm. He's making me feel a little bit off. Your spidey senses are going spidey off. Spidey senses are going up. Right off the bat, he tells me how beautiful I look. All of I'm just like, oh, fuck me. Yeah. Can I just pay my twelve sixty and go to, and go to from A to B, bro? Yeah. Anyway, he, then he starts asking me what perfume I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. And then he goes a step further to say, can you airdrop me the name of the perfume? So he wants your number. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. He's offering me water gum, the mm-hmm. whole lot. Expects me to part, then asked me to pass him gum in his mm. hand. I don't know if that's because he wanted a touch or what. Yeah. The, I don't know what the fuck was going on. And then he was like, "Do you want me to take you to the gas station? Can I get you in?" Like, it was just he just wanted to make as many stops. He wanted to get you and him out of the car. Yes. In like a more social. He setting. was doing the absolute most, yeah, and yeah. we were going so slow. And it should have been a ten minute drive. Mm. It was like 20, 25 yeah. minutes. It was. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. You, and you knew exactly what he was trying to do. Hey? I know, and I felt yeah. uncomfortable. But again, as we've touched on. 
that ingrained sense of needing to be polite, mm-hmm. especially to someone who's doing you a service, mm. a man who's doing something for you. Mm. This man, I'm paying this man to do a service for mm. me. Mm-hmm. I need to be polite and respectful. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be rude. Mm-hmm. So I still was kind of, I didn't give him, I didn't do the airdrop thing. I was like, that's too much, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like, calm it down. Yeah. But I was still being obliging mm-hmm. and polite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then when I got out of the Uber, it upset me so much that I ended up nearly in tears. Mm, like I just, it would. It was shaking you, know, you. You know, with my anxiety, like mm. I just get triggered every yeah. now and then. And yeah. it triggered me. And I was just thinking, that is such fucking bullshit. Bullshit. I should have said to this guy, you're making me feel uncomfortable. I need you to stop. Yeah. So my question to you, Jules, is how do you, what do you think is the best way to deal with it? Because I would consider myself to be a very confident, assertive woman. And even I, in that situation, was thrown off. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't imagine what someone very shy, how someone like that might prey on someone that's a Mm. little bit more timid. Mm -mm. First of all, from the get-go, I have to say, stop tossing and turning about it and saying, what could I have done? What could I have done? Yes. From the get-go, this is completely this man's fault. Yeah. And this is what we often do. We mm. often blame ourselves. We're losing sleep over it. Mm. This was not your fault. This was completely that man's fault. And yeah. I want you to know that, you know? <laughs> and I'm, I don't love it. <laughs> I know. No, I'm, I'm being serious. I want you to know that. And I'm so sick of us women uh, taking all the c- completely. Jodie is being a bit up. She's a bit emotional now. So sorry for the pause. So that's what I want to get out of the way. And I yeah. want every listener to know this. Every time a guy does something to you, it is has nothing. It is not your fault at all. So please don't take the brunt yeah. of it. Moving on. What do you do? Mm. There, unfortunately, with being women, we a- actually have to not being polite. Actually, mm. you know what? Anything gets us murdered. But it, we actually have to be polite especially we're in where we're in such a confined space with the doors locked yes what were you going to do babe you what did was everything I do? exactly i think you did the right thing the only thing i would have and you know hindsight's a beautiful what yes. should have could have you know yes. i probably would have been like here's just fine yeah i would have just out. tried to get the yes. fuck out like yes. um but i can understand your natural instinct because you know it's like when being catcalled we instantly go here you know we smile and yeah. we have because Thanks. the reality of it is being woman murder is a reality yes unfortunately yeah so it is a defense mechanism to be polite and i did i think you did the right thing yeah i just would have try to pace the fuck out very early on yes. as soon as i would have as soon as he's asking for the gum and shit i would have been what like the fuck? you know what we've just changed plans um she's just texted me we're actually meeting just up here so just drop me off here yeah, please thank you yeah well look my petty ass rated him one star <laughs> oh i'd be trying i would wonder if you can complain i know i should have again yeah. again my kind heart i don't want this man to lose his job what is that? What, what, the what is fuck? that? Yeah, because I've had a um, one of my very close girlfriends has been kicked out of an Uber because she kissed her girlfriend in, the, she, in the back, in the just back, having a laugh. Because they were, yeah. So she just, um, I think she. Oh, it was her partner or just a friend? No, no. So she's lesbian. Oh, okay, cool. So and they were obviously um, homophobic. Obviously. Yeah, so they she wow. him out and she actually reported and I think he either lost his job, like, you know, like got stood down or something. So I love that. But because I just think what makes me nervous about your situation, yes. Joes, is that because you are a strong woman, yeah, what does happen to those Exactly. Girls? And now I feel sick. It's like what if he takes it to the next level with someone more timid than me yeah. and, you know, I could have done something to prevent that. Like I just die oh, thinking no, about no, no. that. We're pulling up those receipts as soon as we leave here yeah. and we're getting his ass. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> Oh, well, on that lovely note. <laughs> Just like, we got fucked. Oh, I'm like, hold up. Oh, this ain't over. This ain't over. 
Um, okay, I've got my dating app confession. Yay. Are you okay? Yes, I'm good. Do you feel better? I'm ready to spice it up with okay. your dating app confession, my love. Okay. Confession this week. I'm going to get into it. Mm. Listener says, hey, queens, obsessed with the pod, especially the confessions segment. So here goes mine. I was on a dating app when it very first came out. Not sure if you girls remember, but it used to fuck. It did. Everyone was so hot on there back Mm. in those days. (laughs) Anyway, I got talking to a guy who was cute enough, but because the whole dating app world was so new and scary – the fact that you would just meet up with a stranger. So this is when it very first came out, Jones. You remember when everyone was like, as if I would do that. (laughs) After a bit of liquid courage and aggressive encouragement from my best gals, off I trot into the night to Cutie's house. I was sweating bullets in the taxi that I was about to be catfished or, you know, casually murdered in brackets real talk. Anyway, I asked him to come outside so I could stay in the taxi just in case I had to speed off if he wasn't who he said. We're driving up the driveway and as the headlights shine upon him, I'm not lying when I say this. Mans is the hottest person I've ever seen. Oh, my gosh. Tanned, defined muscles, green eyes, six foot three. (laughs) After settling in and having a drink, I excuse myself to use the bathroom. Whilst washing my hands, Cutie comes in from behind me, starts kissing my neck. And before I know it, I'm getting pounded from behind over his bathroom sink. Oh, my gosh. GBs, this man did not stop kissing my neck and cupping my boobs at the same time. Oh, my God. The entire, At the same time, the entire time. So before I knew it, I was squirting everywhere. We <laughs> left that bathroom floor extra wet. <laughs> Get a bucket and I'm a I'm on this wet ass pussy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That fuck. is so spicy. Why does that never happen to me? It's, it's when it first, we need a, a new app that comes out when it first drops yes. because then all the hotties are in it and then it starts to go oh, quickly downhill after that. <laughs> oh, So I, true. Oh, my goodness. That was a good one. Should I we wrap that. up? I needed that. I, let's definitely wrap up. What a great episode. Yeah, happy Mardi Gras. Happy, happy Mardi Gras. And say the two best things in life, yes. the gays and the girls. Hey. The girls, the gays and the days. We're there for all you bitches. Make sure you stay tuned. We're dropping a new app every Tuesday. Yeah, every we, week, weekly. Every week baby it's Surprise. going down so lots of love and um, we'll see you next week see you next week 